0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. And uh, I'm back after a small hiatus. Had a couple of things going on outside of uh, outside of Aston Villa that I needed to attend to, with regards to an acting gig. But now that is finished, we are back, and I'm delighted to be able to talk to you about somebody who I actually pegged as a perfect fit for Aston Villa um, while talking to Paddy about maybe three months ago, and that was that is Marcus Turam. And today, keep have um identified or have reported or have uh, tentatively reported that Aston Villa um, manager Unai Emery has identified Marcus Thuram as somebody who could potentially come in and lead the line for Aston Villa. Uh, before I go any further with this, I suppose it is important to note that um, Marcus Thuram is, is wanted by a lot of big teams. Uh, Bayern Munich have looked at him as a, 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 as a striker and um, from memory as well, there are other teams that have, have looked at him. I think Dortmund have looked at him um, in the event that Sebastian Heller can cannot come back, and as we know, Sebastian Heller has had some had, has had some um, setbacks with regards to his recovery from from cancer. So, uh, as always, we do wish him the best. But Aston Villa um, do have the pulling power, being in the Premier League, having a manager like Gunnar Emery, and obviously being able to break the bank for a player who would come in here. I would, and I would imagine based on everything I've seen in him would be our automatic striker and automatic starter striker. So for those of you who do not know and cannot put two and two together, yes, Marcus Turam is the son of World Cup winner Lillian Turam. And he joined Gladbach for a fee of about 12 million euros in July in 2019. And the, the Gladbach sporting director at, at the time, um, or I don't know if he's actually still there. Max Ebrel, I think is how you pronounce it. He's a really cool cat and, and he's got he got some really good players for Gladback at that time. Um and uh he he took advantage or he brought he brought him in from Wingamp. I think it's how you pronounce it, the, the French team, after they were relegated as well. Um, but Touram came straight in, was given the number 10 shirt, and he's gone on to flourish there so far. So far this season, I think it's 13 goals in, 12, in 17 games with four assists as well. Was called up as an alternate to the uh, French World Cup squad. Came on in the last minute, I think, um, of one of their games recently. So, you know, he's somebody that has... Uh, has lit up the Bundesliga and also lit up Ligue 1 in in France as well and um, somebody that I think is very very interesting we will look at some of his statistics in a moment um, just to see where he does fit in um, along the way for Aston Villa Uh, I think uh, let's bring them up now and we might as well discuss them as well so uh, yeah as I say Marcus Turan look at him there he's about he's 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 marked as being anywhere between six two and six four. I think he's on the six four side. I think he seems like a big, big boy. All right, he's right footed. He was born in August nineteen ninety seven. He plays predominantly as a centre forward, but he can play off the wide, uh, off the wide left uh, situation as well. I've put him down here as a centre forward because I don't see him playing anywhere else other than centre forward. For Aston Villa should he come into the, should he come into this. Uh, into this uh, this team his current market value in transfer market is 30 million pounds we can see there by his uh by his heat map he likes to he likes to hog the center of the field but he can get around the field as well and um you know i'm going to show you a couple of things in a moment i've adapted these um these statistical pieces that i have to to show some as was some things that I like from him with some screenshots of games that I've watched from from the player themselves. But look, yeah, he's attacking statistics. There we can see that he's right up there in the uh, in the upper echelons as we're talking about in the top in the top two-thirds or in the top three-quarters of um, of shots on target. So the amount, sorry, the amount of total shots they as has there 3.55 puts him in the top 75% of strikers within Europe's top five leagues. He gets an abundance of those on target. So he's right up there in the 88th percentile, uh, getting 48.2% on target. And to be honest with you, that's something that I, that, that uh, you know, if you don't get your shots on target, they aren't going to go in the back of the net. There, look, you all came here for that amazing bit of um, analysis, there, don't you? But um, it is something that is worth mentioning. You know, getting getting close to fifty percent of the shots that you get away, and while also having uh, a big amount of shots comparison in comparison to players of your ilk within the top five leagues in Europe bodes well, I suppose, for the for your ability to score goals. And we're seeing that with thirteen and seventeen so far as well. Um, uh, I, his average shot distance is something I want to bring attention to 13.2 uh, yards out from goal. Um, that's an interesting one. Um, because as you say, he, he likes to score goals from inside the box. I think we struggle scoring goals from inside the box at the moment, specifically when we don't break clear and we don't get breakaway goals or we don't get goals where we can uh, where we counter attack. Um, because I think that he is somebody that is um. You know that's adept at doing both, and we will look at that in a moment. We look at one prime example as to where he can break away, and he's got latent pace as well. He's he's more so a kind of a languid long runner than he is a kind of a a, a wicked fast runner. Like you look at Emi Buendia and his legs move very fast, as I've said before. Obviously, Touram's a longer man than him, so he's going to be able to run around, and uh, he's going to be able to. Uh, cover ground in a different way and we'll see that in a moment um uh, in, in in an instance that i picked out where he actually just blows past the defender and um we'll look at it in a moment there again as well aerial Jules won something that we don't do an awful lot of um with regards to our strikers particularly he wins 446 percent of aerial Jules. he's not going to be one of these guys that's gonna come in and he's gonna he he's he's gonna pass the ball around you know he's his touches and stuff like that as a center forward are low that's to be expected he's more of a um a A goal threat, then he is a a link man. But obviously, he can link the passes as well. We can see there his pass completion rate, seventy-one point six percent, which is pretty okay. Puts him in the top sixty percent, as I say, of um of strikers key passes there in the top half also but his big thing here for me is he's shot creating action so when the ball comes to him 80 percent of the time he will get a shot away or he will create a shot for a player that, that that is like him so when i a player a player on his team should i say so when i say that he's not really a link man um he he can provide that uh the, he he can provide the opportunities for shots Um, within a game as well, which I think is really important because we do have players that can score in this Aston Villa team. We don't really have a ball hog up top. Um, I would like a ball hog up top. I think Turam could be a ball hog up top. But, you know, if he's going to be creating options for other players as well, there's only so much that one man can do within a team. So that's nice to see uh, to see too. Um looking there as well, just, just very briefly, he's dribbled success rate and he's uh, dribbled completed, have him right up there in the top, top, top uh, echelons in Europe as well, which is nice to see. So that shows that he can take the ball. He can run with it. He can create his own chances. He can create chances for other people. And most of all, he can put the ball in the back of the net because he's 13 and 17 this season and four assists, which is brilliant to see. But we look at the spider diagram there, or the target diagram or the radial graph or whatever you want to call it there. The, it, it jumps out where we, we would improve. With, uh, with uh, Marcus Thuram, we would obviously improve the shots per ninety. You know, we would be getting away more shots per game. Now, provided once again, it's a team game. He's going to need to be in the positions to get shots away, and um, he's going to need to have the players to give him the ball as well. Like you know, as we glad back in, and uh, but look, he's not afraid to take shots, and he has taken shots, and you can see there that the pink is Ollie Watkins, and that the red is that is Danny Ings. And he takes considerably more shots than the two of those guys over ninety over ninety minutes. Ball recoveries does the exact same amount of work as the likes of a Watkins, Aaron Ings up there. We're not going to suffer from the defensive from the defensive work that those two guys bring in as well. The shot creating actions, as I say, is right up there. You know, it's, a, it's almost it's almost double what um what Danny Ings gives you um there with regards to a shot creating action. Um, it does suffer a small little bit with the goal-creating actions, all right. Um, our guys, uh, Ali Watkins and Danny Ings, per- seem to have to provide their own goals an awful lot or, or seem to have to provide goals for each other uh, an awful lot within within this Aston Villa team which is a worry for any striker that does come in we're not getting the purchase that we need out of the likes of an Emi Buendia or a Coutinho if we bring in a fulcrum of a striker like a Marcus Thuram, well then we would need to have way more work out of those but once again I don't need to tell any long-suffering Aston Villa fan about that you guys can see that uh, with your own two eyes as well um Scoring frequency is up there with Danny Ings. Danny Ings. I, I'll tell you something. Over the last three hundred and sixty-five days, um, Ali Watkins scoring frequency is not very good at all. Um, I've like he scores and fits and bursts, and then he doesn't score for quite a while, and and that was something that that really um. That really surprised me, should I say? Uh, Marcus Thuram doesn't miss an awful lot of chances. He misses. What, what is it? There are four big chances missed over the last over the course of the last year as well. And uh, we can see there once again that he shots on target. So favourably, he looks very favourable in areas where I feel that we need more from our strikers. I feel our strikers aren't ruthless enough. I feel our strikers don't take enough shots. I feel our strikers don't create enough for themselves or for the other people around them. If from a shot taking point of view, yes, they create the goal the goal actions, but then again, we don't get the ball up there, or not. We're not creative enough in the final third uh, to be able to do that. I would be expecting people to make um, make chances for um, for Marcus Turam and I would expect that if he gets chances, he will score them based on his uh, based on his career so far to date. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. As I want to show you something here, and I hope you guys can see it. I've tried to mark him here. This is uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Dortmund. So I didn't want to take him against any old Mickey Mouse team in the in the league. So I, I watched five of his games, six of his games um, uh, recently. And I wanted to just... Uh, I wanted to kind of highlight something I saw here. So Gladbach are up 2-1 versus Dortmund. I think this is this season's game. And what we can see here is that Gladbach have turned the ball over. So you guys might be able to see it there. The, the man that's marked there is, is uh, Marcus Turam. And he's received the ball here from... Um you, you can see there's two Dortmund players there to his left hand side and there's a Gladback player there. So he's received that ball there and he's well within his own half. He strike partner is to his right hand side and Dortmund are very open, as we can see here. Dortmund are open, but Turam has or this defender, this the covering defender here for Dortmund is um it does have about, I would say, maybe about somewhere between 6 to 10 yards on, on Turam. So he should be able to cover him here. And what we see next over the next couple of seconds is quite remarkable because Turam turns on the afterburners. And we can see here that he just blows past the defender here. Yes, there's a lot that I've missed out here. I can't show videos, as I've, as I've told you before. I have gotten a strike request previously by, by YouTube. Don't want to be getting any more of those or else we won't be on YouTube that much anymore. Turam just absolutely blows past the defender. Defender comes to engage him and he's gone. And he covers that ground in... Actually, we've got a a clock in the top. He covers that ground in four seconds. He covers that ground in about four seconds. And um, it makes it uh, it makes it very easy for him then to blow past the defender. And uh, where I've marked this X here is where he takes a shot on goal and plants it in the bottom left hand corner. A really, really great goal. You will be able to find this online and you will be able to see it. As I see, he burst past last defender and finished left footed into the bottom left hand corner. Um, next one I want to show you here is what he can do with his head. So look at the lovely position he takes up. Just stalks the penalty area here. Takes a couple of steps back. This is actually recycled ball that's come back. It was worked here once again. This is Verte Bremen versus Uh Borussia Mönchengladbach. The ball makes its way back out to the right hand side after Turam had the ball centrally. Makes the ball makes his way out to the right hand side here. A little chipped pass in towards the 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 penalty area. Yes, I know there is a defender here that's a bit out of out of uh, place. I think actually this favors the defender more so than it does Turam if you were to look at this in real time because that ball goes to goes right on the penalty spot Turam leaps Cristiano Ronaldo style here gets his head to it and plants it in the back of the net absolutely wonderful header we don't score enough headers Aston Villa Football Club don't we don't head the ball enough anywhere in the field other than in defense and it's a bit of a bugbearer of mine this header if you find it was a really, really good header. You'll see it. It's 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 a it's a good example. He picks up takes up but the big thing for me with regards to this is even if you put it wide, the lovely position that he takes up there on the penalty spot jumps higher than everybody else and he just bangs it into the back of the net. Lovely centre forward play. Last one here. I want to show he's high pressing up top as well. So once again, we have and glad back here versus uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. This is Eintracht Frankfurt. So I've pay, I've taken three pretty decent teams in the Bundesliga. Better hey, better teams than Aston Villa. And um, what we want to show here is we the, where he's there. He's marked. The defender has the ball at his feet. Now Turan doesn't win the ball directly here, but what he does is he's cute enough to be able to force him into the into the pathway of his strike partner here. Now, his strike partner wins back the ball. And at that stage, Turam has done a lot of work here. Tur- Turam has run between these two center halves here and closed both of them down, forced them into an area, corralled them into an area where he wanted them to be. And then the way he's able to turn from defender to attacker like that. And once again, if you can find this goal, you'll see it once he's able to, once he uh, he uh, forces his man into the into the attackers, into his, um, his strike partners, uh, pathway here. We can see here that the stri- that, uh, that's from the tackle. You can see the strike partner is down, tackles the ball, passes the ball away. Touram is right bang on the on the shoulder of the other defender again, blows past him like over the first 10 yards. There's no one touching him, takes one touch into the area. So, where that at, where the um. Arrow starts, Turam, that's where he takes the shot from. He's taking his touch here as the ball came to him to get it past the defender. He's running across him. Even if the defender goes to him, he's going to foul him. It's going to be a red card. I love to see that in the the centre forward as well. But in this instance here, gets that ball into the penalty area and finishes with his right foot this time. Goalkeeper does get a foot to it, but it does go in the back of the net. So what a, I thought that these were just three nice instances of a left foot finish, which he uh, which he finishes brilliantly, bursting onto a ball, um in in his own half and really taking the game by the scruff of the neck. We don't have enough players who can do that. This one here, he forces the defender into into um making a mistake, and then immediately turns into that poacher instinct and gets on the the defender's uh, after the defender has made the mistake. He gets on his shoulder, blows past him. Make sure that he's there to be able to pick up that ball again because there's no point pressing high if you're not going to be able to turn into a striker again afterwards. He does that, he finishes the ball. And then lastly, as I say, my, for me, my favorite goal of the two was this one, because all he did was lurk around the penalty spot. After lo- the ball came into him initially, he was tackled. He, he was able to get that ball back, recycle it back. It came through, um, through uh, some passes from his other teammates out to this right-hand side. The cross wasn't spectacular by any means. It was just chipped up to the penalty area, and he made everything happen, pouring it into the back. In the net, so I think myself the likes of somebody like 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 a Marcus Thuram would be very very well um well received at Aston Villa. I think that he's the powerful type of striker that you need. Yes, he's got the surname; it's going to get lips wagging and uh, people talking and stuff like that. But I think that um, that Marcus Thuram is somebody that Aston Villa should be looking at. As I said previously, um he is somebody that has been linked with big big teams. Um, I think Aston Villa, look, Aston Villa are going to be behind the eight ball if a team like Bayern Munich or somebody like that does come in for him. And even even to a, to a lesser degree, somebody like Dortmund. But I think Aston Villa have the purchasing power to be able to to gazump teams if they really want to with regards to the offering of wages, to the offering of... Uh, of um, Transfer fees and so on, and hey, Marcus Turan might see his future in the Premier League, considering he's given League On a good go with Guillaume, and he's been in um, he's been in Bundesliga for the last three years as as well. Maybe he sees his 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 pastures anew at uh, at the Premier League as well. So. As I say, I know I've been away for quite a while. I will be coming back. I've got four or five more of these lined up. I just wanted to get this Marcus Turan one out there because it is something that uh, Ashley Priest just just reported on today. So I hope you like this, guys. If you want any more, want me to look at any more players, uh, just send me a DM on um, on Twitter. I'd be delighted to hear what players you guys would like me to look at. And we'll keep the content rolling from here on here on out. Um, I presume all of you are going to be sitting down to watch England and Wales this evening. So um, I will keep you too long thank you so much everybody for watching as always we are back on the podcast train we are back on the scouting series and the transfer window train as well and um, now that my extracurricular activities are over and done with for now um and i do appreciate everybody's time this evening so thank you very much for your for all your support and um, if you could share this i would pop it up on twitter if you guys are on twitter and you could share this around i get it i'd like to get as many people to watch it as possible we still are on the train to try and get to five thousand subscribers on youtube before the end of the year that would be brilliant it would be a great christmas present for us and um as I say, guys, thank you so much for all your support and thank you for being understanding as to why we haven't done podcasts in the last few uh, last few days and the last week or so. So I'm going to let you all go get your dinner before the big game this evening. Um, thank you so much for your support. Stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Podcast Network.